listening to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm your co-host, Julie Bender. And I'm the other co-host, Darlene Brock. Dar, I have a question for you. Oh, is it a good one? Well, I don't know. I I guess you could be the judge of that. What is your favorite meal, like the meal that you could eat every day for the rest of your life? Does it have to be a real meal, like in vegetables and stuff? No. Good. No, no one's picking a vegetable for their rest of their no. life meal. Mine would be brownie with ice cream and caramel on it. That would be my meal. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. What about you? Um, uh, well, I mean, I guess I have ice cream included, but it's pretty obvious pizza. <laughs> pizza followed by ice cream. Like I could eat pizza every meal of every day and be fine because there's so many options. Oh, you could do a vegetable one and no. not feel guilty. Why do you keep trying to put vegetables in my life? What <laughs> is know. happening? I eat vegetables. Yeah, but not <laughs> is this on your pizza, right? Do you need more vegetables? I think so. Since I did choose the brownie, <laughs> that's, that's probably so right. Funny. Mm-hmm. But do you think you would ever feel like the brownie sundae has become stagnant to you? Uh, well, yeah, sure. Anything that you do over and over and over again, you get bored with and think, man, I'm in a rut. I mean, where where can I go from here to a pizza? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, from brownie to pizza. I mean, that's, that's a good life right there. But I mean, I think that's what we're going to talk about on this episode, that there comes a point in everybody's life, and we would argue it comes back around every few months, you know, maybe every couple years, where you just kind of feel meh is what the kids say. You feel a little meh. You you feel stuck, a rut. You feel stagnant. You kind of feel like, okay, what's next? I just, I have no vision. I have no excitement. I have nothing in my life that's sparking joy, Marie Kondo says. Have you felt this? Oh, absolutely. And when you say every couple of months, sometimes it could be every month. It depends <laughs> on where you are in life. Um, but you bet. I think everyone and every woman feels that way because you find that you're doing the same things you've been doing. You have these people to care for. You have this job that you have to do. And you just feel like you are in a rut. And how do you get out of it? Well, so first we definitely want to acknowledge that it's okay if you felt that way and it's okay if you felt that way more than a few times. Um, But if you start to feel that way consistently over long periods, it's time to take action. And we would argue that there are definitely some things that you can do if you are feeling this way right now that can help you kind of get unstuck, get out of that situation of feeling like meh, feeling like you're in a rut. So what do you think the first step to get out of that situation is? I think you have to stop. I think you have to actually say, you know what? I am in that place I don't want to be. So I'm going to stop and shut down even for just a brief period of time. What do you mean when you say stop and shut down? Like, do you stop making all the meals? Do you stop doing the laundry? (laughs) Well, I mean... Actually, the truth is you can stop a few of those. I mean, the laundry can go a couple of weeks and not be done. Just tell the kids to wear the clothes again and you do the same. And you can say, we're going to do takeout for four days. I'm saying, yeah, stop, but also kind of remove yourself when you stop. Look for an opportunity to say, you know, I'm stepping away, whether it is a few hours step away or it's an overnight or a weekend trip by yourself. 
I'm glad that you said that it could just be a few hours because there are definitely some of us who, you know, especially you've got little kids in the home or maybe you're the breadwinner and you've got the kids at home. Um, there definitely are pockets of your life where you can't literally stop everything, but you're right. We can forcefully stop some part of our life and give ourselves a minute to, you know, take an inventory, get a break, get outside, um, get alone for an hour and really say, wait a second, I'm not feeling my best self right now. And I need to kind of check in with myself. Well, and I would argue, Julie, it probably depends on what level of stagnation you feel, what place you are. If you are in a place where you can't even see the light of day, find a babysitter. Even if you're in that place you talked about, find someone who will come and stay with your kids for a night and go be by yourself. Sometimes we have to take the drastic one, or we can just take the two-hour you know, walk in the woods. If you have woods down here, we have palm trees. It's not the same, but, you know, do something that removes you from where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and to not feel bad for doing that, knowing that, you know, this is a purposeful choice to check in with yourself and to figure out what you're feeling. Some of us are really scared of feelings Uh (laughs) or we've been taught that they're bad. Um, or we've tried to share them before or check in with them and it didn't go well with ourselves or with the others around us. And so we've kind of forced ourselves to never take inventory with ourselves. And we want, we would say, stop that. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> um, and that it's okay to take a breather and to reevaluate. So once we've agreed that it's something we need, we're feeling this angst and we want to move past it. Um, we're going to take a break and then we're going to reestablish some goals, right? Yeah. For sure. And I would suggest don't reestablish somebody else's goals. I think when you were talking, Julie, about, you know, feeling like you can't do that or be that, you know, the pressure on young women today, women in general, but the pressure is you can't look weak. You can't look like you don't know where you're going or what you're doing, or you need to look like someone else and do what someone else does. I think stepping back and saying, what are my goals and what do I want to achieve and how do I want to live is your starting place. And and being okay with the fact that that is going to look different for every single person and it's going to look different in different seasons of life. I mean, that's something that I love that we talk about regularly here on this show is that women go through so many different seasons and changes and um, we got to be okay with that and we have to recognize that that almost forces us to reevaluate parts of our lives. And sometimes we end up in this rut we're talking about because we've gone through a transition or a season change and we didn't give ourselves the space to acknowledge that that change has either been forced upon us or naturally happened. And we didn't give it the space that it needed to really be processed. Well, and I think when you reevaluate those goals, Julie, you made a great point. It can be something that you thought you wanted to do, and sometimes that's still relevant. So you need to look pat in your past and go, what did I set out to do? Who did I set out to be? And find old goals that work for you. But then as you've changed, you will have new goals, and you need to take those and recognize those as well. So you take a goal of the past and a goal of the present and future. Okay. Let me make a confession, Dar. I mean, you're my boss, so this feels weird to say this to you, but I'm not sure what you mean when you're talking about goals right now. Um, so can you give some examples of what you're thinking our friends might be considering when it comes to goals? Because in my mind, when you say goals and maybe it's because you're my boss, I think it has to be like career-ish. 
Yeah, isn't that funny? We all go there. Um, Because we have been told that to be successful, you have to have this career, this job, this this purpose that's bigger than and that. And constantly moving forward in that. Yes. Okay. And that's not true. That it's is not, not, those aren't your, all your goals. They may be, may be one of your goals, but it doesn't have to be one of your goals. It can be something as simple as Eat more vegetables. I think that's your (laughs) silent goal right now. (laughs) Yeah, I should make that my goal. I think that needs to be my new one. That's a good one, Julie. Um, No, it could be something as simple as a character trait you want to establish in yourself, something you want to see in yourself that you struggle with. It can be, hey, I've always dreamed of climbing somewhere and parasailing. It could be something, and it does not have to be some lofty career goal. It can be something that you've always wanted to do or be, and those are goals as well. Okay. That makes me feel a lot better. It also makes me feel like um, my big, ginormous, bold step this year of actually starting to read books is maybe something that is an example of this. Like I got mad at myself the other day because I realized I had come to the end of a month and I hadn't read what I had said I was going to read, but I had still completed, I think two audiobooks and one really long novel and a half of another. When Julie, I am just It's amazed. shocking, right? Because it like the shocking. truth is, is prior to this year, I never read books and now I'm disappointed with myself because, because one month I read two books. I just said, okay, now bare minimum is two, two books. And yeah, so but here Julie, I, was. I would look at you and go, you read a book. Thank go, you. girl, you read a book. So I'm just I'm just trying to say that because I think somebody else feels that way as well. Like the second you get any forward movement in one area of your life, if you don't keep that same momentum and continue to output at the same level, we all of a sudden feel really bad about ourselves. And so I want us to be thinking as we're talking about ruts that you may be in a rut in one area of your life and still really moving forward in another one or you may be holding ground and that's really worth celebrating as well. It is. And I think, let me just lower the bar here for you, ladies. (laughs) You do not have to do everything. You do not have to do everything perfectly. You do not have to do everything that looks like everybody else and you'll still achieve everything you're supposed to in life. Okay. So that makes me feel better about saying, this is a good time to reevaluate your goals and they can be whatever they need to be for you, whether that's a small goal that you've put off forever and now it's time to actually really work on that area, or it is the big career goal that you know, you're thinking of and, and you go girl, good for you. So there, what's, what's after, you know, reestablishing our goal? How do we get after it? You need to almost have two lists. One is something that you have to do. Mm. The other is something you want to do. Okay. Wait, I have to have both? I think you do, because if you only do what you have to do, you're going to quickly get back in that rut. If you balance it with things you want to do, then what you have to do is not exhausting and overwhelming and discouraging sometimes, because you're fulfilling another part of your life that will make you healthier emotionally and physically. Okay, so let's bring this down. We're talking about lowering bars. Can we make this whole episode about lowering (laughs) bars? Because I can really get behind that. (laughs) Um, I like the idea of having two lists. One might be kind of hard to write, but great news. We're also giving you permission to write a fun list. And that in itself, I hope is encouraging to somebody. So I really want you to take the time to make these lists. We will have no problem writing down all the shoulds. 
because that's what we think about all day long. And it just repeats on a loop, all the things that we're not doing, but let the writing, the fun list be a life-giving exercise. And I love that the Darlene Brock has just given us permission to do something off of both lists this week. Are you saying we have to pick something every week? Yeah, I, but only one every week, one from each list. It's not like you have to go in and go, I'm going to do the top five on both lists. Don't pick one. I mean, if it's, if it's I'm going to, I got to think of something I'm going to do. If I'm going to write a new resume because I want to find a new job, that's, that's one that you have to do to get where you want to go. Then you add to that, I'm going to go ice skating. Oh my gosh, because did Lincoln I want to. tell you that one? He's been begging me to go ice skating. Has he really? Yes, that's annoying. Well, he but did I'm, he did play hockey, so he play hockey. Look, can we air quote that, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. He knows that he stopped playing hockey because he can't skate yet. And so now he's really begging me to take him ice skating. It's on my have to do list. Okay, got it. Yeah, good, it's good on example. his want to do list and, and my have to do list. <laughs> and that is how it works. But find something that you want to do, that you may want to take up a new, you know, for you, it's not new, but an exercise program. Or for me, it would be brand new. I would put that on have to, not want to. But, you know, choose for yourself the list, each of those lists that works, and then only do one of each each week. Okay. And I think something that has to be said here is that if we're going to achieve that coveted, you know, balance we all desire. And if we're going to have, you know, healthy self-care, we've talked about a lot this year. If we're going to have mental health, please and thank you. (laughs) We literally have to have both. It's true. We do. We can't just focus on one. But we also need to do it in chewable bites, Julie, little bit at a time. You're right, because once we have the lists, some of us, maybe that more type A person, sees the lists and then needs to check all of the things as quickly as possible. Are you suggesting that that's not really the method that we need to apply here? It's not the method. And you don't need to make the longest list in the entire world (laughs) because you will look at it and you'll go, I'm staying in this rut. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I don't need all of this. You need to make it achievable and doable. So if you only have five things on each list, that's okay. If you are ambitious and you want 15, that's okay. But don't think you have to do all 15 on each list. You know, if you only want to start with two, start there and then in a couple of weeks, add some more. Yeah. I was going to say there, there's somebody who's listening that will really struggle to find one thing for each list. And if you can only find one thing, great, then you're not going to deal with the stress of seeing all the ones that you're not doing this week. So I guess I just want to say, especially in this age of obsession with personality types, but we're all different. And some of us want the 50 item list and then the actual ability for the first time in our life to have a 50 item to-do list and only look at one. Like that's refreshing to me. But then there's somebody else who is really going to struggle to come with that one thing. And she needs to be allowed to only have the one thing and then know that that's her focus this week. Something I want to throw in here, Julie, is as a woman who has lived a whole lot of years, (laughs) um, I can tell you that There will be things on your list that you won't even remember and didn't make a difference in your life or anybody's life around you. So don't try to be that overachiever 
and say, I'm going to be all things to everyone and do all things for everyone and for myself and for the world at large, don't do that. Because the reality is a year from now, two years from now, some of what you might have thought you should put on your list isn't going to matter. So choose what you think really matters to your life, to the people you love's life, to the goals that you want to achieve. Choose only those. Don't add all the other stuff that you think you should because they it won't be relevant. This is an interesting question. Do you think it would be helpful for us to share this with someone that we love and we know loves us? As long as we trust them. Mm, okay. Because there are some people that we love and love us that would then hold our feet to the fire, okay? That would in say, a bossy kind of way. In a bossy kind <laughs> of way and say, well, have you done that one thing this week or have you not? Yeah. And what one did you choose? And can you tell me about it? So I would say yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to share it with someone that shares your heart and your life and also gives you grace gives you a pass, gives you a, you know, step out if you're not doing it perfectly and is not your accountability partner, (laughs) but is your cheerleader instead. Okay. You just said, give yourself a pass. And I think that that really is the next thing. So we've, we've got the goal, we've got the list. We're now going to tackle one on everything. We're going to give ourselves the ability to have a slower pace than maybe we think we should have. And then there's going to be moments where we have to just say, you know what? I didn't actually make any forward movement. And instead of beating myself up for it, I'm going to give myself a pass today. Yeah, it's really easy to get discouraged in this process. And I think that's why even when you're trying to get out of your rut, you may end up in a new rut that says, I've got my list and I'm not achieving it, so I'm in a rut. Um, And you don't want to be discouraged. You want to go, it's okay Mm -hmm. if I don't pull it off. It's okay if... I haven't gone out and done the thing that I thought I wanted to do. And truth is, Julie, sometimes in the process you go, I thought that should be on my list, but you know what? I don't really think I want to do it now. Yeah. So that's okay. So we give ourselves uh, the ability to grow even through this intentional practice of helping us achieve the things we think we want to achieve. Well, yes. And I would suggest that in the process of trying to get out of your rut and doing your weekly thing, you take a break in the middle of it too. You say, all right, I've gotten this far. I need to step back and kind of rethink what I've done and what I really want to do. Reevaluating is an ongoing process, even in the middle of your desire to get out of where you are. I think this choosing to adopt the mentality of I need these lists and then I'm actually going to do something on both and then I'm going to give myself, you know, grace to have a slower pace and then I'm also going to give myself a pass. It sounds like we need a lot of both grit and grace to do any of this. We do. And we really need to surround ourselves with other people who will give us that grace as well, Julie. I think, you know, I think I said this earlier, but I am watching your generation feel like they have so much pressure from everyone and everything else, whether it's said to them or whether it's just presented through whatever format, whether it's social media or whether it's friendships or whether it's simply what you think people think you should do and be. And I really want somehow, some way to take that off of you girls and say, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else accomplishes. It only matters 
who you are and who you're supposed to be. So when those other things come in to derail you or discourage you, let's just blow them off. Absolutely get them out of your life so you then can be exactly who you're supposed to be. Well, and the truth is, is there's some of us that are experiencing this rut we're talking about because we're putting way too much stock into what you just said. And so for some of us, we need to just be willing to even put the list making on pause to just process what you just acknowledged, that we have way too much of our time and energy and um, opinion of ourselves wrapped up into this rat race that is the way women evaluate ourselves right now in this culture, in this you know environment. And it's okay to just take a hot second to say no, no more, not for me anymore, um, before you're ready to even you know step into this you know list activity that we're talking about. You know, and as Julie has said multiple times, and it really is what she sincerely means, be bold and just be you. Every time I hear Julie say that and look at her little, you know, animal print that she's wearing and her cute little thing on top of her head that we call a hair, you know. A hair? <laughs> hair. There's a lot of them. <laughs> There's a, a bun. Yeah, it's about 14 inches tall. <laughs> you know, she is truly being her, but her expectation and my expectation is that you don't be her or me or anyone else, you sincerely be bold and be you, be you, be you the organic woman, be you the, you know, stay at home mom, be you the career mom, be you the career woman, be you the single woman, truly, truly be you. And that's the basis of all your goals and what you want to be in life. And I think even coming off of that is you're right. We have to be willing to be ourselves because no matter how much preparation, action, intentionality, list making, list checking that we may accomplish in this next week, month, year, there's still going to come a time for each and every one of us where we're going to have to stop, shut down and reevaluate again. Well, and stagnation, if you find yourself there, or the rut, it's not a bad place to be in life because it makes you rethink things. It makes you reevaluate and say, what is it I want to do? If we don't become in a rut or stagnant every so often, we just keep going. Mm -hmm. We just keep going the same way, the same place, the same direction. And as Julie said earlier, women's life changes. We have so many different seasons that we need to almost become stagnant to go, all right, so what's it supposed to look like going forward? Yeah, I mean, this is an opportunity for there to be a catalyst that creates change that we maybe didn't see coming or don't, quote unquote, have time for right now. (laughs) Um, But there's a purpose for it, you know, popping up right here, right now in this moment. And so there needs to be grace for that. Well, and I would argue you, you woman, no matter where you are or what you're doing, you'll never have time for it Um, because that's not how we live. We live in taking care of business, make time for it. In the words of Sweet Brown, ain't nobody got time for that, but we'll add, but it's time. (laughs) But it's time. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So you will feel like it's not possible for you. We're telling you it may not feel possible, but it's essential. You have to do it. You need to do it to get where you need to go in the future. There are ample resources for whatever you might be experiencing right now, whatever your rut or stagnation might be a cause of, or what area of your life is, I would recommend you go right now to gritandgracelife.com. 
You can use the tag feature on our website to look for maybe the type of content that will serve you in the season that you might be wanting to kind of grow in or address. You can scroll back in the archives of this podcast um, to look for conversations we've had previously on specific areas. Our goal is that Grit and Grace can be that resource for you. And even when we can't, you can find outside resources on our resources tab at Grit and Grace. Well, and I would want you to know that even if you right now don't believe in yourself, we really believe in you. I do not believe any woman was created to not accomplish everything that is within her to accomplish, to show the talents that she has, to develop the gifts, the nature, the temperament, the abilities. It's all in you. It's just stepping back and figuring out what it looks like and how you're going to do it. Can we quote me to end the episode? I'd love it. Go. (laughs) We've already said it. Be bold and just be you. But we believe that. It's true. It's simple. But if you can embrace that right now for this season of your life, stagnant or not, we know that you're going to tap into your own grit and grace and get to the other side of it. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Whether you're listening in Apple, Spotify, or streaming somewhere else, be sure to subscribe and review so you never miss an upcoming episode. You can also share this episode with a friend you think might enjoy living a grit and grace life with us, or share us in your social media and tag us. Every week, we share all the details of what we discussed at our website, gritandgracelife.com. We'll catch you on the next one.